Hi there. <laughs> Sorry for the long intro, everybody. It's nice to see everybody here in the chat. Just realizing at some point I got to explain that music to you all. It was actually, a, I'll explain it later for those who want to hear it later on. Tonight on the Animal Intuitive Show, I am going to be talking about, sorry, I probably have feedback there, three elements that can really help in the raising of an animal family member from their younger years or bringing a new pet into the home who's older and you're adopting, or this is an animal maybe that you've had in your home for a while, and this is going to help them to really assure that they're going to become an integral part of the family or to improve your relationship with them and really improving just the state of that animal's level of balance or the amount of balance they have personality-wise, behavior-wise. And I refer to these three animal communication pointers that I'm going to talk about tonight as RRC, <laughs> and they can really help with the likelihood of just improving things overall. So welcome to the Animal Intuitive Show where we talk about animal communication, natural pet care, we have interviews with experts in the fields of animal care and advocacy. I'm Ann Angela Webb, the Animal Intuitive, and I have nearly two decades of professional animal communication work. I've been doing this for two decades professionally, but I've been doing it all of my life. I teach it, I do individual sessions, and I do this show to educate other people about it. And I'm also nationally board certified in animal acupressure and massage, so we do some lessons about those things too. So just want to stop for a second and say hello to everyone in the chat. Hi, it's good to see everyone in the new year. Our Mel Mack is here. Good to see you and Judy. And thank you so much, Carol, for being here, everybody who's here. So I hope everybody has been good in the new year. I have missed being here and I am glad to be back with everybody. And as just a reminder, if somebody or anybody comes in and they want me to talk with their pet, I'll do that in a little while. So. The, this is this shortening I refer to as RRC. These are three pointers and they have to do with animal communication and training your pet. And I do just want to mention I'm not a dog trainer, I'm not a behaviorist, and I'm not a veterinarian. Seek those things out if you do need them. I'm not trying to take the place of those, but I do know a few things about animal communication and the important role it can really play in raising a pet. So. I have identified three things that I really see have helped with my animal family as well as my clients. They go a long way. And so I want to give you a little illustration, a little story of something that happened recently with my dog Kane. So Kane came to us a few years into his life. He was like three and a half. And he had a lot of reactions to where we are. There's more noise here. He came from a part of this. Of New Jersey that's and he had a nice backyard he had a fence the problem was he was left back there a lot and that resulted in some things that happened to him unfortunate things that we ended up with him but when he came here he was hearing a lot more noise where we are and we had to work on his reaction to that noise and it's gotten better and however <laughs> sometimes he has little flare-ups and Recently, I he had a flip out. He heard someone at the door or like going by the door and he flipped out. So what part of our training is I would put him in the other room, say, go to your place, put him in the other room for just a few minutes and then let him out. So I did this and <laughs> I didn't notice because I got busy with some things. My husband pointed out to me, he's, he's 
he can't settle down. Have you, he's not relaxing. Like my husband was sitting on the couch in the living room and he wasn't relaxing like he normally does. And I forgot to bring a picture of him onto the show to show you Kane, but he just wouldn't chill out. So I noticed when I looked into his eyes, he really seemed upset. So I stopped, I sat down next to him and I just looked into his eyes and I connected in with him as we do with animal communication. So animal communication is in, involves telepathy and that can be done in a lot of different ways. It could be that you're hearing, seeing images, videos, feeling what the animal's feeling physically or emotionally. You can use the scent, smell, can also be taste and, and just knowing. So I just knew something was going on with him where he felt hurt. He legitimately felt upset and disappointed and he felt bad about what had happened. So I sat down and I explained to him that I was not upset with him or angry with him, that he just has to remember that he can't react like that when he hears a sound. And I was just reminding him of things that we'd already, we've already worked on and he got it and he immediately calmed down and he was able to settle and relax. And I had the cutest picture because I took this really cute picture from, I'll try to bring it up while I'm doing the show. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to, but he just needed that reassurance. So I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, all these different factors. Here he is all little guy. So he really took that to heart and not all animals take this kind of thing to heart the way he did. Let me see if I can bring his little picture on. Not all animals will re respond this way. Some animals don't get so upset when you, oh good, that's my whole background there in the show, my whole like file. Not all animals react that way when they get upset, but he did. And he is a German Shepherd and if you're German Shepherds, he, German Shepherds can really respond sensitively. They can be very sensitive and you might not think that because they're German Shepherds, but they actually tend to be rather sensitive. So you might not, you might find that your pet doesn't respond that way, but he, some animals don't. Yeah, I'm trying to bring the picture, but it's not going to happen. So I'm not going to make everyone wait. So animals sometimes just need reinforcement and they need reinforcement of your understanding that sometimes they mess up and that you can, it's not a big deal. You're just reminding them that this is okay. This was a mistake and we need to move on from it. I messed up my script there when I was looking for this. So let me just, I'm sorry guys. I got to go backwards a little bit because I'm getting confused. Uh. Okay. So this is where my analytics are going to show everyone just, it just drops. Everyone's going to leave probably. Bear with me. I'm getting to something here. Animals, some animals need this kind of reassurance and that is one of the R's, reassurance. But it's also respect. So it's having enough respect for an animal to take the time to explain things to them. And sometimes it involves doing something like animal communication like I'm talking about here. I, there's really important things with that go along with raising an animal, including training but animal communication can be used in conjunction with training to help in the process of really making sure that you have a relationship with your pet, not just 
that they're learning behaviors and they're just repeating them and doing them as you expect and without that sort of that understanding that goes on between human and animal when we utilize animal communication. When some people are going to say, my animal doesn't need this. For instance, some cats, maybe some cats like Gia, (laughs) she really, it's hard to bruise her ego. You could tell her to stop, do something and she just, it's not going to be a big deal. And of course, we always want to do this respectfully. And so respect and reassurance, they go hand in hand. We want to make sure that we aren't overly harsh, of course, but even when we don't mean to be go too far with a correction let's just call it a correction as maybe sometimes they do in training we don't mean to do that but sometimes it can affect our pet just like Kane I really didn't do much at all I just put him in the room and let him out a few minutes later but he was really upset he, he really takes it to heart so creating trust equals respect or the other way around that's a good question so I think that Let me think about that. So creating trust equals respect. I think creating trust does equal being respectful, being willing to create an environment for an animal where they can trust you and they can depend on your consistency and know that you're not going to flip out or, and that also there is the place for training that you are going to be giving them information about what you expect from them. But it's just adding that like layer where you incorporate in the animal communication and it's not just like rote dog training, it's taking it to another level and it's that relationship level. So, so trust equals respect, so respect equals trust. And that's true too, right? I think being respectful creates trust. And this can be any, and this could be a horse that you're working with too. This doesn't have to be cats or dogs, or it could be a rabbit. It could be any animal that you have. It's an animal family member. So, and again, remembering the level of this and how much the animal needs, we can gauge that by our relationship with them. And so what's really important, I think, about this too, is that animals, I have found as an animal communicator, will become more of an animal, the more that you, more of a personality will come out of an animal, the more that you do this, the more that you communicate with them from the time that you get them. And it's wonderful if you have the opportunity to incorporate this from the time they're little, because they're just going to be even more balanced. But I've had plenty of animals that I've adopted that that have come into my life later and they've had things that have happened to them where trust has been a problem where it's been broken like Cain where it doesn't matter we've developed a wonderful trusting relationship and even though I didn't have him for the first three years or whatever it was three and a half years it doesn't matter because we animal communication works it just works you're able to heighten and deepen that that level of relationships the point where the animal just is so appreciative that you understand them that you're willing to understand how they feel what they're thinking everything they're experiencing that it just builds that trust it's also reinforcement for training being able to remind them of what as i said before reinforcing what you do expect from them so i was able to remind him remember buddy this is what we do you aren't supposed to react that way we understand that you have that instinct that you want to protect this home and 
yourself, which is oftentimes why dogs are reacting that way, actually. But I needed to remind him of what he's supposed to do. He obviously had a little lapse and I just needed to remind him. And I probably will need to do it again in the future. Okay. So it's important for, with our animals to be mindful about how we're treating them, of course, when we're doing even that traditional training and behavior work. So I know sometimes people feel like it's enough to be doing training, like that is enough effort and energy, and it is. If you're consistent with training, it is something you have to take the time and be making sure that you're doing that consistently. But I can assure you that if you incorporate this, it's going to also increase their confidence level, which is the C in RRC. So <laughs> taking the time to sit down and talk to them about, and using language that they understand, using animal communication and telepathy, showing them that they can have a deeper, an, uh, deeper understanding and trust, understanding who you are, and reinforcing that you're always willing to understand what their point of view is. Maybe you're still gonna want them to do things different than maybe they are doing things, but that you're willing to appreciate and respect how they feel and understand maybe why they're not doing things the way you want them to do them, which can include things like having a bad experience of something. But when they understand clearly what it is you want and what your responses to their behavior will be because you have a deep connection that goes simply beyond training them in a traditional sense and that you've taken the time to connect in, explain things to them and taken the time to hear them, it will pay off. Their confidence is going to be greater because they will be that much clearer on what it is that is expected of them and just simply understanding better what what you want and what your, their life is like in your home and with you is going to lead to them to be more confident. So it is not only easier to make changes in behavior with training, but also to repair mistakes perhaps we have made when we've even been, like I said, a little bit, we might've messed up. Maybe I did something in that, that I haven't looked back and really thought, did I, was I maybe too something too cold or something that really made him feel uncomfortable? He, he was maybe in there a little bit longer than normal a minute to a German shepherd who's being separated <laughs> could be like 20 minutes to us perhaps. He is now, he, his birthday is in March and he's going to be seven. So he's six right now. I can't believe that. Time really flies. And by the way, if this is helpful, please give us a thumbs up, share, and also make sure if you're new here that you hit the notification bell so you're reminded of upcoming shows. And we do these weekly furry Thursdays. I usually do a lesson and we also have the opportunity for me to talk with your pet. I do a few questions for each person who wants me to have me that wants me to talk with their pet. And there's information about that in the description. And also if you want to grow in your ability to be able to talk to animals, I do have a free meditation that you can utilize and that is in the description. The link to my website is in the description and it's intuitivetouchanimalcare.com. You can go there and check it out and it is free, as I said. So it's on the front page of my website and that will help you to be able to communicate with animals and 
if you really want to take it to another level, I also have classes and you can find that on my website on intuitivetouchanimalcare.com. The Animal Intuitive Academies. I have at the time of this recording, some upcoming classes starting soon for people who want to do like a group or if you want to do private lessons, you can always do that with me too. And I also have a class if you want to check it out that you can purchase and download. That's an intro class. So back to here. Yes, Melmax. So simply taking one-on-one time in a calm and respectful manner to have that quiet conversation equals respect and trust. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I think that we can make a huge difference just taking that time to sit and stop and understand what they're thinking and feeling. That's what animal communication is all about. So I'm wondering if, is anybody there in the comments in the chat? And you can leave this in the comments if you're watching later. But where you've had that experience where you just feel like you took that you took a moment to really identify that something was going on with your pet and it made a difference like you noticed took a second you realized emotionally or just in their thought process even that they were something was going on and you took a second to really get it and that maybe something even shifted when you did that Because I do think that everybody has the ability to communicate with animals. And sometimes what happens is people don't realize they're doing it. And you look back and realize, I remember that time when my pet did this or that. And I, something just clicked in my, I just sensed that something was off. And either you changed your behavior, you did something in response to what you picked up from an animal that you knew was going on. Or just simply you notice that by getting what that animal was feeling or what they were thinking, that something shifted. Because a lot of times that happens too with animal communication. You don't necessarily even have to change a behavior. Just It's just that you got what that animal was thinking and feeling, what they were experiencing. By doing that, something shifted. And it could even just be the dynamics of your relationship. Like you notice something changed just in that moment i'm curious if people remember anything like that ever happening and i would love to hear it like i said either in the chat or in the comments if you're watching later i'm always curious and love hearing people's stories about these moments where they remember they realize that they have communicated with animals as i said most people who love animals and have had animals in their life have communicated with them they just don't necessarily realize that so you might not realize you've done this but look back and think about it and maybe it'll click with you you have a memory of something that happened that is a clear memory i will tell you that in my classes people always are able to connect in and remember something that's happened at some point they can identify it sometimes it just is a matter of taking a moment to remember it and just have a second to quiet and calm and that's what my classes are about too is helping people to relax in this busy time that we are in and remember this innate ability that we all have to communicate with animals that's Kane finally found it (laughs) so this is him after this is him after uh, we had our talk 
He just is so cute. He likes, he has little tongue sticking out. He fell asleep and his eyes were opening a little bit at that point, but his tongue kind of fell out of his mouth because he just chilled out. After I had that connection with him and got him, that's what happened. I'm thinking you can see that. I hope you can see that. So, let me just check in. I see, I hear some things in there. Oh, oh, hi. It's Bonnie from Dog Trainers Connection. Good to see you. Bonnie was on the show before talking about, you were about to post an interview we did with a dog trainer talking about this topic. You're sharing important information in, and I'm glad I happened to go to YouTube a few minutes ago. I'm glad you did too. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Um, okay. And Judy, so you were saying, Judy, that I noticed when my cats, and you can find that interview with Bonnie, she does something about, she has a meditation for walking with your animal and just walking with them. And if you go to my playlist, you can find it with Bonnie from Dog Trainers Connection. Remind me of your website too, if it's dogtrainersconnection.com, I'm not sure. So Judy Ann, you notice when your cats are agitated when I get home, and that's a signal to me that they're saying I need to stop and talk and reconnect with them before doing other stuff. Yeah, de definitely, yeah. So noticing that just connecting in with them is um, just taking a moment to connect in with them because like you're saying, like you've been out all day and you're to some degree their world. You're their, the person who feeds them, you, provide comfort usually. We, with cats, sometimes you, you sleep with them, cuddle with them, you pet them, and they want to reconnect, and we have to take, if we love and respect and care for our animals, we want to take the time to reconnect in with them, and that can just calm them down, definitely. We went away for a brief time over the holidays, but even just coming back from that, and taking the time to sit down and connect in with them because when a cat's environment changes you really see it to the extreme when you, that's when it's very difficult and challenging a lot of times for cats and it's great to be able to use things like animal communication and different things like acupressure and all sorts of things too here is bonnie's thank you so much for finding that melmac i didn't realize you had a youtube for some reason i thought you were all listening like podcasts so good to see you taking the time to connect in with them can reground them just changing their environment for cats is really difficult they're just little energetic strong energy beings and going away and coming back can be they need that they need the environment and you're part of the environment you're important to them to have you to get restabilized so this little one needed a little bit of reassurance when we came back Either. So, let's see, was there anything else that I didn't answer or get to? Yeah, absolutely. Glad to share your information. Um, okay, so I'm wondering too if people feel like, and this might be for people who are in the chat and in comments too, but I'm just wondering if people feel like they can communicate with animals that they feel like is does it feel way off in the distance to you 
or does it feel like something that it clicks with you? Oh, I feel like I've done that and or maybe you're 100% confident. I definitely have done that. Or if you're totally if you haven't, if you know that this is I'm curious who hasn't who's watching, but for people who don't know consciously that they're doing it on purpose, when you hear about this, does it feel hard? Does it or off in the distance to you? Does it feel like oh I can't do that. I don't, that's only some people do that. Or does it feel like something that it, you, it, it seems right. It feels to you like that. That seems like something that I could do. So I'd love to hear. And once again, please go get that free meditation because it will help you to be able to do that. And it's very relaxing too. It has isochronic tones and white noise, which is just great for relaxation regardless. Yes. She's keeping an eye on me. She's even these like, toughies like Gia because she tends to be this is lovely my light is not supposed to be showing in my camera I had some lighting issues tonight so I had to put some last minute lighting in one of my lights broke so it's messy and that's really messy but okay so you're saying I'm not a hundred percent confident but I definitely get messages and signs okay so you feel like you're picking up on it, but you don't necessarily feel like a lot of people say, I'm not sure that they're understanding me. That's what I often hear. They feel like maybe the animal's getting like, maybe they're getting messages from an animal, but they don't always feel like they're able to consciously convey something to an animal. And I'm wondering if that's what you're talking about too, if that could be part of it, but you get messages and signs. That's interesting. Okay. Yep. Yeah, a lot of times maybe you're, <clears throat> I wonder if you're referring to signs and do you mean messages like you'll feel you you got something telepathically from them and then also maybe messages meaning or signs meaning like you conveyed something and then they do something that reinforces that you had asked them to do that or that you sent them some information to do something or change something. I'm always interested to hear where people are at with it because I'm very confident that people can do this and I always feel like I can help people and bring it out in them. So I don't ever want to be insensitive when people sometimes feel like they can't do it or they're having an issue with it and they're like, and you're telling me that I can do this, but I don't feel I can. So I don't want to be insensitive to that. But I do really believe that if you take the time to practice it it's just like anything else and then if you have the tools that that you can do it I strongly believe that and that's after for 20 years that I'm not just saying that for no reason the older I have become the more I sense the need to step back before I react yeah me too yep I hear you yeah even to to anything right not just animals I think that's a lesson that we learn I think maybe it gets easier too the older we get. There she is. She's staring at us. Gia. I think I, I got her attention with the lights. Moving in like hi. So I would love to hear from people, whether it's in the comments or you know what have you. And I don't see anybody asking me to talk with any other pets tonight. I'm not seeing that in the chat. I hope I didn't miss that. I don't see it though. But I don't want to over blow over it if somebody was there and I don't see it there okay all right and were there any questions anybody had 
before we get going. Okay. I also encourage people if there are topics that you'd like me to cover, please feel free to let me know. Drop something in the comments. I was looking for, I have some, I have a guest coming up in a couple weeks, but next week I don't plan on having a guest. I feel confident in the animal's abilities to communicate, but I need to improve my skills to hear them. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of that just has to do with, we're talking about like slowing down and taking the time to hear them and not saying that you're not but it just comes with time to identifying that what it's like when you hear them too that's a big part of it and I definitely encourage making sure to write down your communications just write down everything you get and keep a record because sometimes what happens is you think that you haven't gotten through that you know that oh, that didn't work or whatever and then you look back in your little notebook like a year later and you realize oh my gosh they're doing this now and now I'm remembering that we had this conversation about this and that was the catalyst that's what changed it but you just forget about it sometimes unless you write it down so I really do encourage people to keep track of it so you're saying the same thing Mel Mac is shooting in I feel confident in the animal's abilities to communicate but I need to improve my skills to hear them yeah yeah I totally think that is it's in everybody it just really is it is the practice and it is also it really does help to make sure that you're practicing with other people's pets people who are people who are open to this not people who are going to sit there and critique every little thing you're saying and sometimes people don't even realize they're doing that like they don't even mean to but they're looking for this sometimes to be uh, what it isn't at times and maybe if you ask them to you're practicing and you say i'm trying to get some practice they might they don't mean to, but they're being overly on things, like overly critical. And I'm just saying that as not everyone's like that, but I'm just saying to be mindful of who you practice with because you want people who are open and will be open to saying, let me think for a second, is that my animal? For instance, maybe people are, you're talking to somebody and you're talking to them about your pets, their pets' favorite place to relax something they really somewhere they like to just chill out and you talk about oh, i'm seeing the color red and i'm seeing this really fluffy thing and it's red and I, it feels really comfortable and they're willing to to say to themselves i'm not i don't i can't think of anything right now that doesn't sound like anything in my apartment or my home and they take a second and then they think about it and or a week later they reach out to you and say oh my gosh i remember the last place i lived we had this red comfortable pet bed and when we moved we packed it and forgot about it and it ended up in storage and i completely forgot about it and now you're saying it and i took a second and now i remember let me go get that out because the animal brought it up and they said they really liked it. So that can happen and it often does happen that people don't always remember everything totally accurately. So work with people, practice with people who are open to these things and will be positive. And don't feel like you have to get every single thing right either when you're practicing because 
it's practice and it's okay to make mistakes. Okay, so that's just my two cents. And I hope that keeping in mind RRC will be helpful for you. And I don't see any other questions or comments, but I really appreciate everybody being here. And I look forward to seeing everybody now that we're in the new year. And please reach out if you have any questions. Listen close. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. My belly. My belly. Rub my belly.